TED Audio Collective. A quick new idea daily from the world's greatest TEDx talks. I'm your host, Atosa Leone, and this is TEDx Shorts. In these deeply polarizing times, it's discouraging to see and hear the vitriol and bias aimed at so many vulnerable communities. In the face of this damaging rhetoric, how can we change someone's perspective? David Fleischer offers some hope and helpful tactics. David's a community organizer who shares successful tools from his team's canvassing process that might be the key to helping others abandon their prejudice. What would it take to help human beings become less prejudiced? Having spent a lifetime fighting prejudice as a community organizer, I'm still asking myself that question, and uh, I'm here to report some progress. Thanks to our team at the Los Angeles LGBT Center. Our team's story began November 2008, Election Day. The lesbian, gay, bisexual, and transgender community expected a huge victory at the ballot box on gay marriage. And then California voters rejected us, and the LGBT community was shocked and outraged and really didn't know what had happened. And I had an idea that maybe if we wanted to understand what had happened, we needed to go out to the neighborhoods where we'd been crushed. We needed to seek out the voters who voted against us and ask them why they did that. I didn't know if those voters would want to talk with us, but they did. And we started to gain new insight into how to change hearts and minds in a measurable way, in a long-lasting way, with a relatively simple intervention, a 10-minute, one-on-one conversation that we call deep canvassing. What do we do when we're deep canvassing that's so different from any other conversation? I I can show you. Here's Virginia on our team talking with a voter in Miami. You're not 100% in favor? It sounds like you kind of are moving away from the, the yeah, 10. Where, what number way. feels right for you? A five? Okay. And so, and so it sounds like that you started, you moved to a five because of the bathroom situation. That's right. The bathrooms. It is one thing that disturbed me. Uh, yeah. I don't know if, uh, uh, let's say, uh, uh, a man that is uh, mm-hmm. using his... Uh, Men clothing uh, uh, goes into a uh, uh, ladies' room. That I would not like. Oh, well, where does that come from, that feeling, that understanding? Because I'm from South America. In South uh-huh. America, we don't like that. Oh, okay. Absolutely. Is that what you refer to as, like, transgender or all gay people, or? Be, be, be whatever you are, or whatever okay. God made you. And keep the, being like that, not try to be a, but you said how to, to be some, something else. Mm. Tough situation, right? Maybe you'd want to walk away if you were there. But the upside of having a voter use a word like fag is we know they're comfortable enough with us to be honest with us. And that kind of rapport turns out to be essential if we want to change their mind. 
So Virginia doesn't walk away, but what we've learned is this is a moment where we've got to react. First of all, we've always got to react, otherwise the voter doesn't know we're listening to them and understanding them. But in this case, Virginia particularly needs to react to the ad hominem because we can never let anything like that stand. But notice the choices Virginia makes as they react. Um, like for me, so, so I'm gay. So, so you said like, like fag yeah, earlier? Yeah, yeah, I'm gay. Yeah, I'm gay. Tell me, tell me, tell me. Tell me. I'm just trying uh, to study the person. I'm laughing. Uh -huh. If you are, you are friend. Yeah. God bless you. But uh, why is that uh, it made you take that decision? Because you have a woman body. Oh, uh, yeah. So, so for me, it wasn't really a decision or like a, a choice. It was like, this is just who I am. And so my, how I feel is that I love who I love, like for who that person is. And then my, like my body and like gender, right? It doesn't necessarily match the fact that who I feel on the inside, like as a woman, or I don't identify as a woman actually. Virginia's just blown his mind with two different decisions. <laughs> Virginia has number one, reacted with directness. And simultaneously, number two, Virginia has been kind. That combination of directness and kindness that's, that's how you or I would talk with somebody who we really care about, right? That's being a decent human being. And what we've learned and what makes these conversations work is when we show up as human. That's when we're able to affect the people we're talking with. Now, maybe you're wondering, who doesn't know that? But the answer would be, if you were to volunteer with a conventional campaign canvas to go door knocking, you'd most likely be given a script and asked to recite it verbatim to the greatest extent possible at every door. Political consultants call this, quote unquote, delivering a message. By contrast, Virginia's combination of kindness and directness and listening pulls the voter in and engages him. He wants to talk more. And that's important because right now, Virginia does know that this voter has an opinion. But what Virginia does not yet know is, is that opinion grounded in the voter having any real lived experience with LGBT people? You never met anybody who's, who's gay or transgender? Never like Never? It. never like oh. It. So we don't usually use the word fag. So... Well, it's, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, so, yeah. Uh, just, I'm losing my... my uh, so just gay or transgender words? Transgender. Yeah. Well, I can tell that when you're saying it, you're not mean. You don't say it with like negative or bad oh, no. feelings. It was just my so, yeah. my way of being, like you, oh, you just said it. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, so one of the things too that why I know it's not really a choice for me is like right now I am madly in love with this person. Uh, their name is Lourdes. And Lourdes. Yeah, beautiful name. And they're they're a teacher and they're gorgeous. And I'd love to show you a picture because you showed me one of yours. There, there there's, that's my partner. I'm head over heels. Like, I can't even begin to tell you that I want to spend the rest of my life with this person. Virginia just offered this voter his first real lived experience with an LGBT person. Virginia offered themselves. Uh, Virginia's preferred pronouns are they and them. And what we've learned is that telling our story is absolutely 
the number two most effective thing we can do when we want to reduce prejudice. Yay for number two. But to go deep, we've learned that we have to go beyond telling our story because we've got to go beyond telling. Think about the last time you changed your mind about something really important. Did it happen because somebody told you to hurry up and change? I doubt it. And so now Virginia is going to do what we've learned is the number one most effective thing we can do to reduce somebody's prejudice. And yes, it's even more powerful than telling our truth. But that sounds like when you talk, like, that there's a lot of love in your tone too. So. One thing about that, love is very, that's yeah. a, a, a showing. Yeah. 58 years uh, married and now I, yeah. I have to take care of everybody, really take care of everybody. Yeah. everything. Thank you. Yeah. How does that make you feel? I feel like uh, God gave me uh, still love to uh, yeah. love a disabled person yeah. and care about it. That resonates a lot with me because like, I know that I'm going to, I'm going to take care of Lourdes for the rest of my life. Or well, maybe she will take care of me. I know, well, we'll take care of each other. Well, you just saw the number one most powerful thing in action. Virginia helped the voter discover and reflect on his own real lived experience. And now the entire conversation is grounded in reality, and this is the moment where the voter gets to put the pieces together and decide for himself what feels true to him. That but I tell comfort. you the truth, uh -huh. this is the first time, Yeah. and I, I thank you, that I could ask questions like yeah. this and, 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 and be responded with yeah. elegance. And, well, yeah, so, that's why we're uh, out here. So, uh, listen, probably I was mistaken. So I've shown you just five minutes of this beautiful conversation. The researchers found that we're having a large impact. And when they say large, what they mean is that the decline in prejudice against transgender people that we're able to achieve in 10 minutes is comparable to the decline in prejudice against gay men and lesbians that took more than a decade. From doing this work, what we know is people can change, we can help them change. The TEDx talk you just listened to was recorded at a TEDx event in Washington, D.C. All TEDx events are independently organized by volunteers who believe in TED's mission of ideas worth spreading. Special thanks to the organizing team at TEDx Mid-Atlantic. Want to listen to the full talk? Find David's talk and more at ted.com slash TEDxShorts. I'm Atosa Leone. Thanks for listening and see you next time.